Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's, what's your tea, honey? Nothing much. Getting good rest. Um, it, it's been raining all fucking week. Damn. Hey. It's been raining. Rain, all week. Hot. It's been hot, humid, raining, and yeah. been in the eighties and the nineties and rain. Oh, that's just how I like it. Just how you like it? No, mm-hmm. no, sir. <laughs> but your ass ain't turned no colors yet. I'm trying to. Where's your tan, Papa? Where's your tan? I don't know. <laughs> I got a tan line, and I didn't ran into so many micro Amy Coopers. Some what? <laughs> micro Amy. Some micro Amy Coopers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Doing what? Listen, okay, so I've been trying to be more active because, you know, I, I want to get my BBL and I got lower back problems. So I don't want to create a problem on top of a problem. So I want to make sure I'm, I'm exercising right and my body is right before I do it. So I've been going to this park that I always go to, you know, the park that you showed us, Diamond. I fell in love with it. So I've been going there and, you know, it's a predominantly white area. But I see a lot of uh, black people, too. And Hispanics. And I literally, when I when I had been there, I had literally never saw white people on there. I know they go, but I never. When I'm there, I never see white people. They have. It's definitely integrated. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a t- okay. So now that I've been like working out and being in the sun. You know, when you get to walking and the exercise, you start sweating and shit. And so I heard from an esthetician that it's not good to wear makeup when you work out because you're ill getting your pores because your pores is open. So I haven't been wearing makeup. I, I go with my hair, my hair in up in uh, wrapped up. So it's not in my way. I got to worry about it. And I usually just have on like some regular clothes, uh, you know, just jogging clothes. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, my God. Huh? 
and I'm untucked. <laughs> not what is I talking to today? <laughs> I hope you is not jogging a tucked. <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable. And I've done it before, and I had a yeast infection, so I was I. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> well, because I I have to let her breathe, and I I I can't do exercising and stuff. So I was like, I don't give a fuck now. Now that I'm older, I'm just like, girl, who gonna, who gonna pop me? Who gonna pop me if you if you got a problem with it, bitch? I'm trying to exercise. I'm I'm trying to get my life. So I took you mind my own business, you know, my hit my scarf on. Hello, be go back to the nineties and wear like a tennis skirt under some over some jogging pants. <laughs> I, 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 I could do that too. But I just been I'm bothered. I just been minding my own business, trying to get just back active and you know that you're old now that I'm older, my bones and shit been popping. So I just wanna make sure that when I get older than this, God willingly. That my body is okay. So, like, I've just been having so many microaggressions. Like, Jenny Jackson had made a post today, and she was just, she was talking about how there's so many Amy Coopers and how black people have to deal with microaggressions, especially when you walk past them. And that's all I've been dealing with. Like, there are some white people who walk past me and like give me the nod and like you know but then there are some white people who legitimately look scared and some like I remember I was sitting on the bench the other day I was just sitting because I was tired and I ran out of breath and there was a white family with their children coming and like like they seen me and they stopped and looked at the at the river and they just turned the other direction and like as a black person i'm pretty sure this is not something that is news to you like i feel like every time i'm at the park i have to i feel like i have i have to make white people comfortable i'm i'm not making them comfortable but it's like they get so uneasy like i'm i'm there to rob them or something like you could just feel the tension like they're scared or I'm just like, can I just, can I just exercise in peace? I'm just minding my business, bitch. I don't give a fuck about what you're doing. Do, do what you have to do. But like, I'm luckily, lucky enough, luckily enough, I haven't had no people that's said anything to me, mostly maybe because I just had my earphones, but, um, yeah, I, I, I hate that, you know, black people can't exist in society comfortably and be themselves without racist white people feeling like we're we're going to kill you or we're, we're or we have some bad intentions towards you. Mm. Now every white person isn't like this. I'm talking. Oh, we don't need to say that here. We don't mm -hmm. need to say that here. We don't need to say not every white person. We don't need to say. <laughs> we don't need to say that. Like if if somebody listening to us is is I just hate when people have to do that. We know that there are some white people out here who, who are allies. Well, first of all, let me say this. First of all, I think that because of the culture, 
that every white person is raised in a culture of racism. So I don't care how woke you are, you're work, working on dismantling the racism within you. <laughs> like it, like it's, it, 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 it's the default. So if you're woke, if you're a work, woke, excuse me, if you are a woke white person, you're just a person who has become, come far along on that journey to not be racist. Do you see what I'm saying? So I think all of them, it's like anti-blackness. I think because of where we live, I think that that, that that can creep in any of us, whether we white, black, blah, 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 especially if you're white. You see what I'm saying? Because you're raised in a culture that's anti-black. And it may not be super, super strong in you, like the force, like we fucking Star Wars of racism. <laughs> the force may not be super, you on the side of the Sith, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like you on the dark side, you may be, you may not be Ku Klux Klan racist. And we, 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 and we have explained this many, many times, and multiple people have explained this. You may not be Ku Klux Klan racist. You may not want to string us up on trees. You may not want to, um, you know, fuck our whole community up just because of our race, blah, 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 blah. But there are other levels of racist that you can be that may not be that far. You may not be motherfucking um, um, Counselor Palpatine <laughs> but you could be, you know, some medium motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? So it's not like we're saying that all white people hate black people or all white people are racist, but all white people are affected by a racist upbringing in this racist culture. And you may not be super, super deep into being a racist, but you might have some biases rooted in racism that could be small and affect your day-to-day life. Do you see what I'm saying? It could be small, but that's not just, that's not exclusive to white people because I know some black people like that. I know some black people that can have some anti-black, not racist, but anti-blackness in them that is rooted in racism. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when we talk about colorism, when we talk about so many things, you, you may, it may not be, you may not be a full on blown Candace Owens <laughs> or Ben Carson, or, you know, you may not be that, but you could be some motherfucking, um, visual hood nigga that's like i don't date dark skin girls yeah you could be a hood nigga that's just like that like oh you know i don't date no black bitches da 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 you know and that's anti-blackness or mm, i i these niggas i thought they was i don't know why so many black people done moved into my apartment it's just getting ghetto over here that's anti-blackness sweetie do you see what I'm saying? Like, you may not think it, you, it may be something that you um, may not be conscious of, but when black people move in and your mind immediately go to, oh, this is ghetto, that is anti-blackness, baby, and it's rooted in racism. If True. black people are too loud, if you say, oh my God, they ghetto, when you hear some black people, some black people being too loud, but when you see some white people being too loud, it's nothing, it don't reflect their whole race. That's racism. That's rooted in racism. Like, it's anti-blackness. And so, I see people do that all the time. And it's just what it is. So, mm. I don't think we, on our show, 
We have to say, not all white people, if you're listening to us and you're white, <laughs> then know that this is something that you're working on. This is something that you may be further along the process of dismantling that type of racist thinking in your mind, but you still, you still got work to do. We all got work to do, baby. Work on it. And so I don't think we have to preface anything we say by saying, um, you know, not all white people, because it is all of them. They may not be Ku Klux Klan racist, but they got something in there that they, that they need to work on, some type of bias. So, yeah. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> Alrighty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. So I think this brings us to the Amy Cooper. That's clearly the Amy Cooper situation. So is her name Amy Cooper? I I think her name may be something else, but that's what I've been seeing over all over social media. I thought it was Karen. Is it Karen? <laughs> I don't it's Karen. Karen. It sounds like it's Karen would be right. Nah, it's Amy Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I heard some people saying it was something different, but that, I think her name is Amy Cooper because I looked up some stuff. Yes, yeah, call her Central Park Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that. That works. Central Park Karen. So apparently, now I might say some controversial. I ain't going to say it ain't controversial. It's legit. But <laughs> so look, Amy Cooper a.k.a. Central Park Karen. She was walking her dog. It looked like a pretty-ass Cocker Spaniel. She was walking her dog. Yeah, it was. In the Ramble. It's called the, this part of the Central Park was called the Ramble. And this is for, if you've been living under a rock, you, you may not know this, but, okay, just to explain it to people who may not be, <laughs> up to par. Um, I'm definitely one of those. I'm coming underneath from a rock right now. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Amy Cooper is a white woman. She is walking her dog in an area of the park. Four dogs that, um, I think it's four dogs that, um, that you are supposed to have your dog on a leash. It's called the Ramble. R-A-M-B-L-E. You're supposed to be walking your dog with a leash on so she decides to break the rules, the rules of the park, and let her dog off the leash and run around. 
Um, they could get at the park, and I was scared as fuck. What was scared? I was scared as fuck. Some, somebody had let their golden retriever off, and I just froze. Oh, I, at the park. I don't know where it was a golden retriever just running out of nowhere. I was like, oh, no, ma'am. Hmm. <laughs> no, ma'am. Uh, another patron, another pedestrian in the park. Um, I think his name is Ken Cooper. <laughs> or well, Chris Cooper. Ken and Karen. Ken and Karen, boom. No, no, no. His name is Christian Cooper. So, yeah. So, oh. Mr. Christian Cooper is a black man who is oh. in the park. And he is there watching birds. And he is not understanding why this white lady has her dog off the leash. And the rules are, have your dog on the leash. And so he tells her, he confronts her as a pedestrian. He confronts her about her dog being off the leash. And so that's apparently what everybody agrees on. We, that wasn't in the video, but um, that's what the story of both of them tells. He confronts her about the dog is supposed to be on the leash. and so. She commits to call 911, weaponizing her white woman tears. And you can tell in the video that she is acting. Like she is acting distraught. She is acting really, really in distress. And even before she calls them, she specifically says, you know what? I'm going to call them and tell them that an African-American man is attacking me. Like, she literally is conscious about when I do this, when I say these specific things, I know the consequences that comes with me saying an African, I'm a white woman <laughs> and an African-American man is attacking me in Central Park. And so she calls on the phone. She calls 911 and she gets more and more distraught pretending because he's not threatening her he's standing there and recording like and he's uh, some distance away from her and so <laughs> he's literally just standing there recording not saying anything huh she actually tried to touch him at first and he was like no ma'am don't touch me don't touch yeah. me thank you right nearly, video. Choking, nearly choking her dog to death right <laughs> while she is going through this whole thing she is holding the collar of her dog, and the dog is clearly being choked. <laughs> and he's clearly over it because he's moved his body. And the dog is moving his body in a way that's like, like, y'all, I can't breathe, bitch. Barking. <laughs> I can't breathe, bitch. Yeah. And then it gets so, so bad for him, the dog, that... He almost looks like he's trying to bite her because yeah. bitch, you're choking me. <laughs> while, she's, while she's calling the po police on this black man, fake crying, fake crying. That, what killed me was the end. Like, like if you was listening to it and weren't looking at her, it looked like it sounded like the bitch was running from him. 
the way she found the way she right. found it. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the Central Park and a, and a black African-American man is attacking me. <laughs> like she really was giving a Meryl Streep performing. Meryl Streep Oscar worthy performance <laughs> on this phone for these people. <laughs> Like, I, I just, it's, uh, baby, you need a new career. You should not be in insurance, baby. You need to be in acting. You do. So maybe that's the only training that some white women get in regards to But she to definitely should be acting behind closed bars. Yeah, closed bars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Acting behind closed bars. So... I, this is seen. We've seen this over and over and over. We've seen this with them doing it to our children when they were selling water. We've seen this. We've seen this. We've seen that with Barbecue Becky. We've seen this over and over and over and over and over. We're just historically Emmett Till. Huh? Historically Emmett Till. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Um, white women weaponizing their femininity, weaponizing um, their whiteness. Um, you know, that's just, historically, that's what it is. Um, absolutely. I feel, we've seen this so many times in various situations, Barbecue Becky. Um, you know, this is just something that we see. We just now have the technology to actually record it for you, for other people to see. Because previously... It was just hearsay. It was just... It was just kind of like amongst us. You know how white people are when you when they trying to just overstep their boundaries. You know, a Karen. Like this is something that we would talk about amongst black people, but other people would kind of almost try to gaslight us and be like, "Well, maybe you don't think it was. It could have been something else. She really could have just been scared, or she could have had a bad experience in the past, or did it? It was. It was always like excuse of." what it could be. Maybe we're tripping. Maybe it was not racism. Maybe it was something more than what it was. But now we actually are recording them. We actually are recording them and seeing, bitch, you weren't in distress. <laughs> <laughs> your dog was, though. Huh? So your dog was, though. <laughs> your dog the only person, the only entity. Really? And so... <laughs> The aftermath is, you know, of course, the video went viral and, you know, Twitter and the Internet. <laughs> Social media. We got the, her right on together. The, the best investigators <laughs> in the planet. They need to hire the Internet, baby, at the FBI because <laughs> they just find everything. Period. <laughs> Everything. everything. We, so they we, were, we, honey. Like, what was the time frame? Because it was quick. It was like, I seen the video, then we found the name, and then this bitch was fired, and they took her down. She was, put on, I, she was put on leave, then she was fired. And they took her motherfucking dog. Yes, and the rescue that she got her dog, they took her dog from her. Because clearly, <laughs> the dog wasn't in the same place. That was, that was dog, that was animal abuse and the mayor said that she should go to jail and i think she should just so they can make an example out of her like they have done thousands and thousands of black men and women you just the mayor said 
Uh-huh, I seen it. The mayor said what? That she should be locked up. <laughs> the mayor did. <laughs> let me look. Let me laugh. Let me. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I didn't know the mayor had said that word out. <laughs> Isn't the mayor Bill De Blasio? And the black man. Oh, I don't oh. know. I don't know. I might have my facts wrong. What I do know is that I'm tired of white women. Look, I'm tired of white women using 911 as customer service because that's really what it is. Is 911 is America's customer service. They know they can call it and say, "I need help." It's their personal bodyguard against these black people. I know that when I call them, I'm gonna get some assistance to get your black ass out my face. Get your black ass off the street. <laughs> I know that if I call them, I am going to get your black ass in trouble and out of my face. That's what I feel like that, that, that they're calling for. Excuse me, ma'am, ma'am, hello, how are you doing? Thank you for calling American um, Customer Service. How may I help you? Do you have your white ID number? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have your pen? Okay. Your white ID number so I can look into your account. Oh yes, you're a white woman in America. Okay, let us let us call. Let us um let us send somebody out to you because you really sound like you're really distressed. Like I am distressed. Like there's a black man in front of me and I can't believe it. He's telling <laughs> me to put my dog on my leash. How how dare? How dare he tell me to make him follow the rules? He's trying to. Usually the Karen is coming trying to make you follow the rules. You're not supposed right. to be grilling in this park. You're not supposed to be grilling in this park, baby. <laughs> That's what barbecue can. He was trying to out Karen the Karen. And she was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am, I'm Karen. Let me, let me show you how to do this, Karen. You're trying to make me follow the rules and leash my dog? How dare you try to out Karen the Karen, bitch? Let me show you how to do this for real. Because I can call in my American 911 customer service and get these motherfuckers to let you niggas what's up. Uh, <laughs> that's what she did. That's exactly what she did. And I found on change.org they have a petition so she could go to jail. If we have 4,500 signed people, we need 5,000 to go. It's change.org I'm about to sign. So we have five. Uh, 4,505 people. She definitely did break the law because that was a false report. <laughs> and would people who make false reports are supposed to go to jail? No, they usually don't go to jail. They can get charged for something like a little small misdemeanor and a fine. They probably would get a fine. Well, for that 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 false report, she definitely needs to go to jail. That's <laughs> she needs to set a precedent. <laughs> Yes. Example, baby. <laughs> yes, baby, that. It, because it's just, it's it's like, like okay, working in customer service, not just working, yeah, working in customer service. It's no, sh yeah, it's shade. White people don't like being told what the fuck to do, especially by a minority, baby. Woo. Because I feel like that you're you're just a dumb minority. You don't know. Let me talk to a manager. 
because clearly yeah. you're low you are you're a low level person let me talk to a supervisor let me talk to a manager because cl- I, I i'm used to supervisors and managers being white so i know that um when i tell you let me talk to a manager you're going to bring me a nice white person that's going to understand what i'm saying that's going to do what i need them to do because <laughs> you dealt with that so many times diamond oh you know i have but but the difference was in certain in the situation I was in, I was the boss, and it would be crazy how they would be talking to me. So this was in retail, and say I be I'm on the register for whatever reason, and they think that I'm just a quote unquote cashier, <laughs> and so I'm on the register, and I'm giving them the rules, or I'm telling them no, that coupon is expired, or I, or um. No, that or I'm saying it's, you don't know how many times I said no. That coupon is expired, but I have another one that you can use. Like I'm literally giving them another option. I ain't like no, <laughs> like no, he can't use it. I'm not like like it's my money. I don't care, bitch. I want you to spend. I don't care. <laughs> but I will give them another option, and it may be even a better option. But they're just mad that I've said no to the coupon that they have, and. They'll say, well, I need to speak to a manager. Well, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I need to speak to a manager. And I literally have did like a spin, <laughs> a physical spin. Like, okay, well, let me go get the manager. Spin. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm the store manager. How are you? <laughs> and they would be gagged because I am the store manager, darling. I am. Okay, well, well, I, well, I want to call customer service. All right, here's the phone. Let me call the phone for you. And I'm, I'm the type of person, when you make me do shit like this, it actually makes my time go by faster. So I don't mind holding the lineup. The, the customers behind you is going to mind it. They're going to mind it, but I don't mind it because this actually cuts my time up. I know that when I call them, I'm going to put it on speakerphone, and they're going to tell you exactly what I said. <laughs> they're going to tell because I'm following the rules. They're going to tell you exactly what I'm telling you. And so I like it. I enjoy being nice, nasty. That is my favorite thing to be. <laughs> it is my favorite thing to be, to be sarcastically nice and nasty. All right, let's, let me take care of you. One second. Uh-huh. All right, let's call them. Let me just make sure that I'm following the rules totally. Uh-huh. I love being nice, nasty. Love it. I fucking love it, Karen. So I, all the time, I have experienced that so many times. And, you know, they feel like we are less than them because we are minorities. And they will call on us. They will be shady. They will be condescending or say shit like, in, in our particular store, y'all know, most of the people at our store, this was their second, this was their secondary, like, job. And most of them had, to, everybody who worked there had degrees at other jobs. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. What'd you say about this, Z? I said they bring up your pay too. Like they'll just be like, I mean, you pay it eight, what, eight, nine dollars an hour? And it, I don't understand why you're acting like that. Like they just bring up different grades of pay. Yeah, they try to yeah. shade you. But yeah, then when you be like, this is, in my, this is my, actually my second job. So what are you saying? No, but even if it wasn't your there. second job, that has nothing to do with the rules of me. I, and if this is my first job and I'm making $8 an hour, you bitch are not about to make me lose it for a fucking breaking the rules for you. 
especially you. So you and you don't belittle me. You the one who's to me ghetto and ratchet sitting in here tripping about a twenty percent off coupon. You can <laughs> my you got all this money. What the fuck you couponing for, bitch? <laughs> if, you, if you so balling, <laughs> fuck out of here. Like I, it, it used to annoy me, um, annoy me all the time, especially in customer service and retail, because you really get a whole, a full blown experience with the Karens in regards to retail. Baby, especially in Rice Village. <laughs> White, it was definitely the color of rice. Go ahead. Have y'all ever had the police called on you before? Yes. Um, yes. Um, What's the instance that stand out most to you when you got the police called on you? Mm -hmm. By a white person. Uh, by a white person? Yeah. Oh, hmm. Well, I'm one of them people. I'm one of them ghetto ratchet people. So they was they should have called the police on me. So, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not, I'm, I'm not the calm, nice. I'm not the calm, nice black people. I am the threatening black person. <laughs> usually, and usually when when it get when you get me to that point, I am I saying something. I am saying something like, bitch, I will smack the fuck out of you or something that is threatening. Well, they have a, well, they have a reason. So I can't, now it didn't start off with a reason, but by the time it get to the police calling, I'm probably on 10 and calling them all kind of bitches and white, the white peck of wood ass cracker, <laughs> pale face ass. I'm I'm probably getting to that point where they they are they may and I'm not a small person. <laughs> so they are definitely so, intimidated. So, so they they probably do feel threatened or whatever. And if I was being recorded, I would be I would be one that the the that the anti black black people would be saying, Look, why she acting so ghetto, why she so loud, why she get so angry. <laughs> Wow. I remember, I remember getting the police called on me and my homeboys. We was only in middle school and high school, and we was playing um, Ding Dong Ditch, and these white people called the police on us because they was mad. Because they was mad at y'all playing on their door. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, oh, these niggers in my neighborhood. Oh, like, I, I can't think of a time where the police wasn't like there's there's been time like there was one time where I was at a house party and they called the police, but like we were loud as fuck, so I understood why they called the police. And then I'm pretty sure there were other times, but I can't remember it. It hasn't been really frequent. Because for the the majority of the time, like I run in, I don't. I'm not an intimidating person, but like I'm very com. If I'm upset, upset, I'm confrontational, and I be one to twirl. And so, and I'm not saying they're afraid of me, but it it usually 
it, you, they usually just pay me and be like, oh, girl, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to pay it. Because, okay, so let me tell you an instance of what happened. Like, I was, I was driving, and this lady was, this white woman was walking, like, she walked right in front of my car. And I honked the horn. And then a Karen was coming this way, and she came by, and she, like, she was like, you don't honk at her. You let her go across the street or something. And I was like, I was feeling really banshee cunt that day. I came, I came out the car and was, I forgot I had, I had read her and I was going off and she was just, she kind of just shut the door and rolled up the window <laughs> and paid me dust. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I tr but then, but when I do stuff like that, I think of instances where like it could have went left. Mm. Yeah. Because cause sometimes sometimes when you're standing up for yourself, you're not in a you're not in an area where you have allies. And you may be in an area where the enemy or the p person opposed to you has allies and then their allies start coming and bitch you outnumbered. I, I have been in situations like that, definitely situations like that, where the white person has started with me. Some They have done something to me that is like shady, a microaggression, da 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 But because I turn up to the 10, the white people around come to their defense because that's, <laughs> that's what they do. And they think that I'm being, they didn't see the beginning of the situation. So I'm the belligerent, um, loud, being ghetto black person. Well, calm down, uh, uh, calm down, we'll take care of it. And, um, you know, and they'll side with the person that did me wrong because they didn't know what was going on. Um, and of course that's their people, so they're gonna, I've been in definitely situations like that. This is another thing about the Amy Cooper, when, that that's kind of annoying. Christian Cooper, the black guy, and they are not related in, because they, they just randomly have the same last name. Christian Cooper, when we started, when, when they started um, bringing up who he was, they started saying things about him that were like white, um, I don't know the word, but these, these white like points, <laughs> like for example, they, they start talking about him. He's a Harvard graduate. He's a bird watcher. He's an editor for some good company. Like they he's started, gay. he's this respectable black, huh? He's this respectable black, right? They started making like, and to me, those things are just as racist as when they go back and find like your criminal record. To like, defame when, like if, if it's a victim, not defame, but. If they go back and find the victims, oh, he stole some chips in 1982. <laughs> that don't have shit to do with the situation that we are in. I think that when they go look at your quote unquote good white people stuff, 
that you went to Harvard. Because we know that going to Harvard, if you say a person went to Harvard, we know what that signifies. Yeah. It's almost like, no, go ahead, Dominic. It signifies a certain level of class, a certain level. It, it, It brings to mind a certain type of person when you say, I went to Harvard. And they know it. I think, um, Kim, Kim Foster from Fort Harriet, she brought this up in a um, in a conversation she was having a couple of a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember what she was talking about, but she said when she first went to Harvard, people would tell her if you have a problem in the store, um, no, no, no. If you, you tell her that when you go out shopping, wear your Harvard shirt, because as a black girl, when you wear your Harvard shirt and they know you go to Harvard, it's a certain level of how they treat you of what they can do, of how they treat you, how they do, you know, how they look at you because you have your Harvard shirt on. And so people know that there's there's something that happens when you say that. And I think it's just as racist that a person gets more respect when they are, um, they have these white points on their resume. (laughs) These these, um, Harvard, editor, whatever these good things that make them a good, classy citizen. I think that's just as racist and rooted in racism um, and dehumanizing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... As going back and looking for their criminal record. If I gotta be a super black person for you to a super educated um, doing all these I call them white things, like these white things that say I'm a good black Negro. Um, If I have to be this super person in order for you to see that what's happening to me on this video is wrong, then you're dehumanizing me. If I have to, if if you're trying to go back and look at all the criminal things that I did in my past in order to dehumanize me, to make you look at this video and say, oh, look at the, this person's past is negative. Even though it's on video that I'm being done wrong, I'm being murdered, or I'm being um, called 911 on or whatever, something's happening to me that is wrong, and you have to go look up my past to dehumanize me, that's just as racist as the negative. The, whether it's positive or negative, it's still dehumanizing it's, and just as racist and rooted in the same racist bullshit that we all go through. And it, mm-hmm, and it goes back to, back to what I was saying, that it's not just white people that do that. It's black people. It's Latinx people. It's anybody, Asian people, anybody. If you are looking, when you go and see a person that's been done wrong and you got to go see what's on going on with them and you share it, oh, look, they were a Harvard graduate. You are adding to the dehumanization of the person that it doesn't matter if they were a regular, regular, smegular motherfucker. This is wrong. Amy should not have been calling the police on him because she was breaking the rules that he was calling her out about breaking the rules. She Um, shouldn't have. It doesn't matter if they were a bum, homeless, drug addict. If they're in the park and they don't want you, this dog running around because you're not supposed to have your dog off the leash and they say, hey, can you put your dog on the leash? And you get belligerent and call the police. You were wrong. (laughs) It's almost like people... People feel like if you've done any wrong in your past, then you don't deserve the justice from from the injustice that you're, you've experienced. It's like, oh, you've done 
oh, you've done that. Like we, we seen that from, um, who's the young guy who got killed while jogging? The Ahmad. Um, they, they fucking, I seen fucking videos of him just going into a construction site. How many, I've been to, I ain't gonna lie, I've been to, um, I done walked into construction sites where they building shit just to be like, oh, this is interesting. Um, they, they, uh, they, uh, pulled up a video of him, um, um, of an officer arresting him and tasing him for no reason. There was no reason for him to be tased. They, um, pulled up and, um, said that he, uh, went to Walmart and they were just pulling up so much shit. and that's what white people do they pull up this stuff to be like oh uh, he wasn't a good person you're, you're trying to protect this bad person or or if you have all these this academia and you're this perfect this pitch perfect black person then oh no um they're they're they they don't deserve our 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 justice because they're actually someone in society that people um look up to or they're this 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 type of so they, they do deserve our justice if they got all of those things well i've seen the opposite i've seen people saying oh well look he's from here and girl he didn't he he did need help and like i just seen so much crazy stuff from people online like people mm -hmm. have the the it's just, it's, it's crazy seeing black people say a lot of crazy stuff that I've been saying. As far as that they privileged and don't need our help? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what, what I mean. That's what I was trying yeah, to say. They're yeah, they're privileged so that they don't need. Yeah, but, but both of those things let you know that just as a black person, you can't win either way. They're going to uh, dehumanize you either way. They're going to try to make it somehow that you don't need the justice. And they're going to figure out if it's based on your negativity or based on your posit positivity, whatever. It could be both of those things, but it don't matter. It's, all of it is dehumanizing. You feel what I'm saying? It's all something that, um, like, even, then for example, and this is another thing that I kind of want to talk about, too. And I know this may, be, may feel divisive, but you know I'm going to always center black films. Mm -hmm. The black woman yeah, that was murdered. Huh? I said, as you should. The black woman that was murdered, that the cops did the raid, I think it was in Kentucky. She was pregnant? Yeah. <gasps> I didn't know that. Brianna mm -hmm. Taylor. It was an unauthorized raid. Right. It was an unauthorized raid in Kentucky, in Louisville, Kentucky. So they came to the wrong house and they raided it and murdered her because they came to the wrong house, right? So unjust death. I felt like, yo, there is a certain level of silence about black women's death that we don't see in compared to black men's death. Like yep. e even the situation, the Ahmad was was it Ahmad Barry? Ahmad Arbery. 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 Like his shit blew up. It I kept seeing his face. I kept seeing um you know think about him. And it's not that that's not okay. Yes, blow it up. But even this situation, like we're 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 gonna talk about um and this could lead us into this conversation. Um, um, George Floyd, the one that the officers 
did a did a Eric Garner on him where they had their knee in his neck and he couldn't breathe. And he's saying on video that he can't breathe and he dies. They're go, they're going in the street for this, and I want that to happen. Don't get me wrong. I want that to happen. I want motherfuckers to take it to the street. I want some shit. I want some things to happen. But I didn't I find out that. about Breonna Taylor. That happened March 13th. Yeah, and you didn't see her on social media everywhere like the black men at all. No. And it's, I know it may feel like I'm... It's not that I don't feel like and I I feel uncomfortable even having to fucking explain this. It's not that I, I I don't have to explain this because black women have proven that we get in motherfucking line and support black diggers when they fucking die and and it's injustice. We the motherfuckers starting movements for them. We the motherfucker on the street on the bullhorn and we we do that. That's what we do. It's our history. We have done that. So I don't need to explain that. You know, it's not divisive. I'm just pointing out the facts. Motherfuckers don't talk about black women's death the way they do black men. And it's not okay. There's a certain erasure that happened. Even them saying, mm -hmm. say his name. We had to create, say her name, because they weren't talking about Sandra Bland. They was talking about only the black men who would be in murder. Mm -hmm. Say her name was created because they weren't talking about Sandra Bland. Do you feel what I'm saying? Like they weren't talking about her. And then now in this particular case, they're co-opting that to say, say his name. And it's not that we don't want to say his name. Yes, absolutely. I want to talk about George Floyd being murdered disgustingly by these fucking pigs. I want to talk about that. Absolutely. I think it's shady and it's not okay. But we also have to talk about the nuance about how black women murders are erased and ignored and not y'all motherfuckers don't go to bat. I have I didn't see y'all going to the street when she was when when Breonna Taylor was murdered. I didn't even hear about it. We didn't even it wasn't even shared in the same way that black men's murder would it shared. I seen that I seen his I got a question, Diamond. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand your outrage because I feel the same way too. Because I feel like, I, 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 as a black trans woman, I feel like our erasure is even more than our cis women counterparts. And that's, and I didn't realize the correlation until now because, well, not until now, but as of recent. Because if, 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 if the black community does not care about black women dying, then they damn sure don't give a fuck about black trans women dying. So. I didn't even, I didn't even think about it like that because even the internalized, um, I don't want to say internalized transphobia I, I, because I, it, I didn't even think of it on that level because it was like, of course they don't give a fuck about trans death. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, this is a cis woman. Y'all supposed to give a fuck about them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my question is, and, and I talked to Z about this, and because uh, I was trying to make sense of it, is the reason why the community 
as a whole, at large, the black community, or just because we're not just saying black people go to bat for black people, we're seeing other races too, but I'm talking about the black community. Is it because they were on the, we seen the crimes happen on video? Is that like, is that the difference? Is it because we didn't see her get murdered or we didn't see these trans women murdered or we didn't see these cis black women murdered and, and, and we can't visually see it? Is that the reason why people aren't going up in arms? That's a good question. Does the visual- do, do we have to, do we have to see, do we have, no, cause there's black women that have been on video. That I don't know. Do we have to see a video? Like even that shit, I don't need to see. I don't. I, I stopped sharing videos like that. I don't need to see videos of black people being murdered because I don't. I didn't. I haven't seen George George Floyd be murdered with my eyes. I know it happened. I don't need to watch that video. I don't need to know. I don't need it to prove anything to me. I know that this is what the fuck they do. I know the circumstances. I know this happened. I don't want to see that happen with my own eyes. I'll take your word for it. Thank you. <laughs> I know what's up. Right, but for certain, for some people, they have to see it in order for them to feel the emotion. Like, and and like you were saying, but it's late as fuck. I think people, even if it was on video, I think there will still be a, a degree of desensitization of it. Like, just because I do think video plays a part for some people. I didn't have to watch the video of George Floyd, you know, um, but I do think it plays a part on it. But I still think even if, you know, because I, we, I remember when they did the raid on those little kids, you know what I mean? Those little kids and there was video and it was still people paying it, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like people don't really care. Like in the black community, for the most part, like people only really focus on the black men. From That's what it true. seems like. Because I'm like, I, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm like y'all. Sometimes I'm like, I can't see this anymore. Like I'm tired of, like it doesn't even have to do with like injustice. Sometimes people are just sharing people being murdered uh, in general. And I don't want to be desensitized from seeing somebody murdered and and dead and because I, it kind of I feel like that's what happens. Like once you see it over and over, it's just like oh, you know, and and, and that sounds so late. That sounds so horrible. I don't know. Oh, that sounds horrible to me. I just get emotional, uh, but but in comparison, what I was gonna say is. It's okay. In, in comparison, I was going to say, um, as far as videos are concerned, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you watched it, but there was a, a Puerto Rican trans woman, or she was somewhere in a, a Hispanic um, um, island, and she was she was murdered. They, sh they showed her um, being, they showed like a mob of people throwing rocks at her, and then eventually she was carried away in one of those, um, whatever those things are called that you, like, you haul rocks at with the two, they have two wheels on it, a barrel. She was carried away, her dead body was carried away, bloody dead body was carried away in a barrel. And it was, it was in a video. And you've seen people literally laughing and saying that's what she did. So, it's, it's like... 
I feel yeah, you. I, I, yeah. I don't. I just feel anybody that needs to see a video to um, humanize somebody, I just feel like they're trash. If you need to watch videos in order to be, yeah. um, to get riled up, to go to the street for when somebody's doing wrong, uh, has been done wrong, I just feel like you're trash. I think that you're a trash person. I understand that seeing it, it has a different response. And you know, you get the full, um, context of what happened in the situation but once other people are watching and they have told me that yeah this cop murder I'm okay with not seeing the video uh, You guys, it's just it is what it is and I just feel like as a person who's seeing these things happen in real time I'm just I'm frustrated by the erasure of black women from the narrative of police brutality Mm -hmm. I am I'm frustrated by it. I feel like um, it's not that I don't know that black men are being murdered. I know they are. And I care about them, too. I, I want people to go to the streets. I want them to go to the streets. I want to, them to be I want the response to be visceral and like, oh, my God, and blew up with their deaths, too. But I want you to go to bat. I don't want massage in the water to creep in and make people not go to bat for black women too on that same exact level. I want to stop hearing, I want to stop seeing in the comments when it's a black woman's death of what did she do to de-escalate it? Did she get our attitude? Did she do this? Did she do that? But then with black men, it's not even going in any kind of direction like that. You immediately say, this was wrong and we're going to the street. I want the same type of energy to be put in to the street when the black women get, when the black women get killed too. I just, I just, I see a difference. I see a difference in how we treat it. I see a difference in how we talk about it. I just see a difference. And she had all these, all these things, you know, the, the respectable EMT job, you know, the pregnant, and unauthorized rape, like all the things that you would think people would be like, oh, let me tune in. Let me actually, you know, care. But right. no. Same no. thing we were just talking about. Like, yeah, oh, she was pregnant. Oh, she was an EMT. She had a job. Oh, she had to have these extra things for us to even hear about it. And it has to be without a shadow of a doubt. Like it has to be like y'all, like y'all literally had the person locked up in the jail already that y'all were looking for. And y'all was raiding the wrong house. So all these totally wrong, it had to be totally wrong. It, it couldn't be kind of wrong. <laughs> like it couldn't, it had to be totally police mistake murdered this woman for us to hear about it, for us to care about it, instead of it being, you know, you know, just, yeah. this is a human that got murdered for no reason, unjustly. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just annoying. So let's talk about Floyd. Um, George Floyd, he was, I guess, stopped by the police. And the video shows him, the police um, arresting him. And the police officer um, has his, his knee He's, he's down on the ground and the police officer has the knee on his neck and he's telling him that um, 
you know, he can't breathe and they're ignoring it and he ended up dying. Um, same thing like that happened to Eric Gardner. Um, this is somebody who is from Houston who was visiting Minneapolis. He is from the third ward in Houston, the same ward um, that Beyonce is from. It's the hood. <laughs> it, um, U, of U of H is there. Um, TSU is there. This is one of the hoods of um, of Houston. And he's somebody who is a respected member of um, the hood. <laughs> he's somebody that all the... My timeline on my Facebook, because I follow, I am followed by a bunch of hood niggas, and I follow a bunch of hood niggas because I'm a hood ass bitch. <laughs> and, so, and so, my timeline, I knew this person was um, respected because he got niggas on their IG crying, like crying on their Instagram about how important he was to their life. He was just up in Minneapolis visiting, um, and this happened to him. So he was, he ain't even from that place, and he gets murdered up there, and his family is down here. So I'm just like, I don't. I, this is this keep. This is. I mean, what do we do at this point? What can and that's the question. When you're when you're in like okay, looking at looking at the video. I didn't look at it. Cause I, I looked at it. Looking at the video. Okay, let me start from the beginning. So they say that the reason why all this shit happened was because he went to a grocery store, a, a little not a grocery store, but like one of the you know, like a little a little banji uh food store. A food like the small ones, and apparently he had. You know what? I'm even gonna say that it has something to do with a. You know what? Yeah, I am. It. They said it has something to do with a twenty dollar um they a counterfeit bill or something. And I don't know what happened, but I've been seeing so many videos. Like they have a video where they're showing uh the police officers pulling him out of his vehicle. And in the first video, you see it looks like an Asian man who's trying to guard and protect this white man who has his knee on his neck. And it seems like it's just one man. But then you see another video from someone else who was on the other side of the street. And it's actually, it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's three other people on the side of the car, because what you see is like his head and the front of the car, and you can't see the rest of his body. Right. And it was other officers holding him down as well. But when they send that, but when when they're telling him you, he's 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 not resisting, he's complying, and he's telling you that he can't breathe. The like I can see the white man using more pressure with his knee on the man's um neck. Like I seen him apply more pressure, and then you ha and then it was a it was a white woman, who, a white ally on the side, saying that she was um she said she was a a firefighter or something, but she wasn't from that town. She was from somewhere else, and she was saying she knew 
she knew um, CPR. After he stopped responding, she was like, can you please check his vitals? Please see if he's alive. And she was like, I know, I can check right now. And the Asian officer, it seemed like he wasn't listening to anything. All he, his mind had went somewhere else. All he was, all it seemed like he was doing was defense, his defense mode. He didn't give a fuck about what nobody was saying. He just, he was just in defense mode. And it seems like that's what this officers is training. Do. Like, this is yeah, they don't training. they they everything out and they just go into defense mode. And the T is most of them are from the army. I mean the military. So like they're 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 and I'm not shaming because my mother's a my both my parents are both from the the military. But I'm not saying but the whole system, the whole system is they're trained to not care. They're trained for the defense. They're trained to be robots and not care. And then if you add the fact that the whole motherfucker is a Trump supporter, they got pictures of him being a Trump supporter, <laughs> that yeah. cop being a Trump supporter. If you add the racism in their personal life to being trained to be robots and not care, they're good, they're, they're, and then an Asian dude <laughs> with that the model the model minority <laughs> complex that they got. If you add all of that, you know he that black man didn't have no chance. He, he didn't did. have no chance. They're trained to not give a fuck. They go into this mode. You can see it visually. They go into this mode. It, it's just. I, I still stand on what I say. Just say, I still stand on what I say. I feel like anybody who is given that type of authority, they need to be, um, they need to be psych psychologically evalu evaluated. I don't think people who hold those positions of power shouldn't, shouldn't, should just have them a, a free will and after training. Like y'all need to go through and make sure your mind is right first. I think they do have some level of that, Mia. Well, we when we grow, what, okay, to go back to what you say, what do we do? When we look at the history on why the police was created in the first place, it is rooted in racism mm -hmm. itself. There's a book, I forgot what the book is called, but there's a book basically just breaking down why the police was created, how, and basically up to how it grew. Uh, as to what it is now. And if you look at it, really the only solution is really to abolish it, <laughs> create a whole new system. And, but I, and that's interesting that you say that, Z, because I was looking at, um, at a activist. His name is Sean King. Ooh, I heard he's a, I heard he's a scammer. He's a, ooh? Have you heard that, doctor? Yeah, yeah, I heard. We know Sean King is a scammer. Yeah, he's a scammer. And I've definitely been promoting him. No. <laughs> Mia. That's probably I need, why my... I need you to be on the internet more. <laughs> I definitely That's probably why my, uh, my viewers have went down. Ooh, that's a gag. They even call him, um, what they call him? They call him Sean Dolezal or something like that. I feel so shamed. <laughs> I feel so shamed. <laughs> I was... I was, you know what? I clocked that. I kind of clocked that now. Cause I, okay, so I was looking at what he said, and he was saying, he was saying that we have to start within the system. Um, you have to, you can't fight a system without knowing about it. 
and there's so many so so like so many parts of the system that you have to fight in order to get down to it and he was saying that he knows some people who are trump supporters who became a part of the campaign or whatever but have a have been able to help free help people who are minorities and Oh, but okay. then at the end, I, I don't want to hear nothing, Shanti. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, That's why we want my followers had Wendy on too, and he has he said, <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. He said, Diamond, can you edit that out? No, Diamond, can you edit that out? Let me finish what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I'm 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 really I really believe what you guys are saying because like at the end of what the fuck he was saying, he was like, and you can find this book and it's it's something percent off, <laughs> and if you go to this website, I was like, but now I feel so shame because I the reason why I started following him is because he gave Jessica a shout out, and I was like, that's bomb because I never see cis men give up, you know, pay homage to black trans women. But, um, so I was like, that's um, everything. But now I'm getting nice, but I don't care. Let me just <laughs> let me delete this shit off my own. Um. <laughs> we know how people are using trans women as tokens right now. Yeah, I don't have time for that. <laughs> oh, you think she was tokenized? Oh Jesus. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he likes to make his car. <laughs> Clearly, he likes to make his car. I feel so shamed. See, why you didn't tell me nothing? You be watching my story, Diamond. You be watching my story, girl. I actually don't. <laughs> I didn't know you had posted up. I would have said it. Now I got to make a public apology. No. no, fuck that. I didn't mean to. I've been trying to. Uh, <laughs> It's not that ser serious. No, it is that serious, bro. I don't promote fraud ass niggas. Oh, uh, well, you were promoting the message. Oh, I hope they see it that you way. Had, you had, bitch, you I had went to 140 views to 13. You had good intentions. It is what it is. <laughs> don't focus on that. Focus on me. Fuck the views. <laughs> I was trying to listen. I've been trying to advocate and spread messages all motherfucking week. I feel like I've been part of the movement. I feel very, very happy about that. But what I don't feel happy about is like, you know, when we, when black trans women are killed, it's like oh, wait, swept, wait. swept underneath the rug. Go ahead. How do y'all feel about that comparison though? When it, when people bring up trans women in context of the in the context of mur these type of murders, you know, by police, by racism, random white people. Like, how do you feel when people are saying, you know, y'all don't give a fuck about trans women? We murder, which is true, you know, they, you know, which is true. But how do y'all feel about that comparison? I had a black man tell me to today not to compare race and gender or and sexuality. Okay. Well, how do you feel about it? I just, I think that... I, I think they're trash. 
Yeah, I think they're trash. The, the, not the comparison. I don't think the comparison is not trash. I think it is some. I think this it's a great comparison. I think it's something that can be said. I think when we talk about the comparison to trans being trans women being murdered in comparison to cis women, when we talk about cis women being murdered in comparison to black men, when we talk about the outrage of community care, excuse me, caring and not caring about. Um, a situation when we talk about black lives actually mattering which ones are they i think that is really the the critique like because we love to say black lives matter and we know the context when somebody come in and say all lives matter we can say no <laughs> don't tell us all lives matter because we're talking about black lives mattering right now because we can say that that there is a specific reason why we are disparate in regards to the rest of the lives that you're trying to lump in when you say all lives matter. We know that context. And so when we talk about specific black lives and which one of those lives matter within the community, I think that's when we, when we make that comparison, that's what we're critiquing because we don't see, just like we were talking about with black women, trans women, queer, queer black men, queer folks, whatever it is, we can see a different level of response when you are a cishet, um, you know, Christian <laughs> person. Yeah. Like, when you're a cishet male Christian person, the response in the community is going to be different than you are a non-Christian trans black person. The response is just going to be different trans black yeah. woman is going to be different because we relate when you see a black man because of how the system set up when you see a black man die everybody under socially under them like when we talk about women trans folks gay folks you know da 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 we can relate to their blackness they can't relate to our shit yeah we can relate to their blackness and we can um, empathize with it and be like, that's our motherfucking nigga. That's our nigga. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, we, th that's one of us. But when they turn around and look or look down or turn around and look at us, they don't say that's my motherfucking nigga. They yeah. say, they say, that's not a that's part it. of our community. That's a faggot. That's a man. Mm -hmm. That's a woman. That's a whatever. They, don't, they can't relate to us because they don't feel like we're a part of their community. Like we yep. one of them. And so mm -hmm. we can we can relate to them. I hope that I'm explaining that right. Like we can relate yes. to them because they're black. Mm -hmm. But they yeah. can't but it seems like other identities that we have that is not black that they disagree with or they don't feel aligned with negates our blackness to them. Mm -hmm. And so when one of them dies, we all rally behind them. Because we relate, but when one of us dies, us being whatever one that you not that you don't fit, um, whatever one that they black cis het Christian male don't fit, when one of us dies, they don't they can't relate to us, and so they it, it takes a whole big portion of support out of the situation just based on numbers. So I think I think when I think the comparison is good. I think it's a good critique of that dynamic, that internal dynamic of how we throw the least marginalized people away. 
people who say that they're not transphobic because they don't have phobia, which means that they're afraid and they're not afraid of us. When I tried to compare, well, not trying to compare, when I tried to get them to realize that we're, you're, you're oppressing us and you're oppressed. And this is how I'm trying to get you to relate to me. I'm not telling you that my oppression is equal to the whole systemic oppression of black people. I'm telling you that I matter and I am black just like you and you tell it and you're saying that my life doesn't matter because I'm trans. Yeah, that's what it is. You're not seeing it. You're not understanding that this black life has a value. And this we talk, this is from an inter-community, in the community thing. We know that white folks, it don't matter. We all black niggas that can go die. <laughs> it don't matter. You can be biracial. You can be uh, queer, gay, straight, Christian, Muslim. Y'all black. Who gives a fuck? We're going to treat y'all all the same because y'all all black to us. You know, it might be some of them that may treat you a little different if you if if you got some something, some little um, identity that they respect. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> but a system as a whole, y'all all black. So get the fuck out of here. Uh -huh. But in the community, that I think that's they're not understanding how, you know, no, uh, not trying to, no, no, is it a pun or whatever? I can't remember. <laughs> you know, they're not understanding how their knee is on our neck. They're not understanding how they can be oppressed and also do some oppressing. Yeah. And not in an active way. And sometimes, no, 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 sometimes it's active, but sometimes it's not active. Sometimes it's just about the apathy, the, the not caring, the, the indifference that they show to things when they do happen to somebody outside of their identity. I think that's what, um, I think that's what's the most frustrating part for me is when, oh, you just don't care. That's not me. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, oh, that's an, oh, some queer lesbians got killed in the house. That ain't me. They must've been on, somebody must've been on some gay shit. So, oh, well. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it, that for me. I think that, that apathy. But when it, when you're cis head straight and male, we all like what? We, we all are like niggas in the streets with guns. Huh? Niggas in the streets with guns and shit. Mm-hmm. Dressed fully dressed down, all types of guns in the parade line, saying, "Who gonna fuck with me? I want you to shoot me." Blah blah blah. But when it's one of us, nothing. Crickets. Do y'all think that it will be a day when it, then when the black community gives a fuck about black women and trans women and queer or queer people and, and and black women, black trans women, black queer people in general? Do you think it will ever be? Will it ever equate to? the empathy and the sympathy and the outrage that they have for black men. No, not in this, not in this culture. 
It's just how the system is set up when it comes to patriarchy and when it comes to racism and when it comes to all the things that um, um, Bell Hooks talks about. Um, when it comes, that puts you, that, that automatically creates a hierarchy. It automatically creates who's better, who's, um, you know, who's more valued. So if you are a black man, your, your, your maleness makes you more valued. It's just, what, it's just what it is. It's just how the system is set up. So it's never going to not be that hierarchy. There, gonna be, there may be more people working through it. It may, it, as we go down the line, it's going to be these incremental, small, you know, I have hope. I, I, it, it's not that I don't think it's going to change at all. I just think that it's just going to warp, warp into something else. It's, it's going to get better and better and better. But then something else is going to create a hierarchy. It's going to be more capitalistic instead of race based, and it could be multiple things. You see what I'm saying? Like it could be, it could be. Um, it's we see the difference in how we are free, not not totally free. But think about the power. It, we couldn't have this conversation and have a platform like this in 1870 <laughs> because first of all the technology didn't exist but even if the technology existed quote unquote um that would wear us out it would be illegal like we would be it would be literally illegal and we would be wore out so mm -hmm. now we have a little bit more freedom a little bit more power a little bit there's a little bit more people who may not be as deeply affected um, by some of the biases, but you know, I see I see incremental change happen. Especially look when we talk about non-binary people and how the youth. There's so many people who identify as non-binary that in previous decades that didn't even exist. I think that there's a change happening that's going to happen over time, but it's just another type of hierarchy is going to come up just because our how the system is, how these systems work. It's just gonna, then it's gonna be more based on class, who's poor, who's not poor. <laughs> and usually it's gonna be predominantly black <laughs> or minorities. It's gonna be, it's gonna, it's, I just don't think it's, unless we are not in, I guess to answer your question, not in our lifetime. I don't think in our lifetime that we're gonna see, um, it's gonna be, look, think about it. Civil rights movement happened in the 60s. How many years ago was that? 70 years ago? And we still dealing with shit right now? I can't say that we it's exactly the same, but... Same type of racist shit. It ain't that far from... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not... It's just it just morphed. No, you're not gonna see us lynching. You're not gonna see them. You're not gonna see the white people lynching and creating picnics while they hang a black man today. Maybe <laughs> you may not see them lynching and making picnics and bringing their kids to hang a black man. But now we seeing them dying to kill. Pretty damn close. It's just morphed into something else. The strange fruit ain't on the trees no more. They under they're under cop cars, getting knees in their neck. They're on the street. They're just not hanging on the trees. It's some they're somewhere else. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah. it's just warped into something else. And I don't know if that specific change 
but I guess, I guess I, I guess I am in a better, not I guess, I know I am in a better situation than I was in, than my, than my ancestors was in. I know that I was, but I'm still fighting. We're still fighting against the same system. It just, it just looks different. Yeah. That's what I guess. It, I hope I explained that right. It just looks It's still, we're still being marginalized and dying and being murdered. And, uh, you know, the system still is getting us together. It's just in a different way now. It's just in a different We're gaining a little bit more power. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in another 70 years, where will we be? I don't know. I, I think it'll be different, but I still think the systems will be here because they want to hold on to it. So okay. that's if Mother Nature don't restart everything. <laughs> Baby, because she said, y'all need to go indoors. I need to do some, some house cleaning. Yeah. We need to repair the ozone layer. Yeah. But all right, I think we did a show. All right. Yeah, so. Sorry, guys. It might have been triggering, but. Right. Yeah. My, okay, before. Yeah, I always do that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> before we close, I always ask the question, like, girl. <laughs> so good. So this Sunday, um, this Sunday, I posted it on, I'm going to post it on Mar Marsha's Plates, um, on Marsha's Place Instagram this Sunday, we're doing a live chat um, with me and um, two other girls, and we're going to be talking about surgery. We're going to be talking about um, all things like gender. It's going to be from a, a girl perspective, so we're not going to be it's not we're not going to be discussing trans men's um, surgeries, but we're going to do it from a, a girl's perspective. It's for the girls, but you can come and join us. I know for me, when trans men have conversation, I come join. I don't speak and talk, but I come join and listen just so I can get a concept of what they do. So y'all can come join and listen. We're going to talk about silicone. We're going to talk about sex changes. We're going to talk about castration. We're going to talk about FFS. Any surgery that we all have had and experienced, we're going to be discussing it. And that is going to be Sunday on May the 31st at... Um, 3 p.m. Pacific time, and that would mean that it is 5 p.m. Central time and 6 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> so we are going to have a discussion there. I'm going to post it on our um, Instagram. And if you want to join us, if you are one of the ladies or gentlemen that's interested in the conversation, come join us and we will post the, um, I'll post the Zoom on our um, on our Instagram page and Instagram. Yeah. So or Twitter. Or and the Twitter, yes. When we I'll, it'll be when the time comes. So it, oh, is, it is gonna be me, um a sex change named Brianna McCree, um, um Janelle Luster, who is also a trans woman, um, who has amazing results in her FFS and you know, we all have had different things. You know, of course, I've had silicone. Um, other girls have too. Castration, just all stuff. Like, we're going to discuss all of it. And so, um, yeah. So if you want to have a conversation, 
we're going to, I'm going to post it up and it's going to be Sunday, um, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central Time, and 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you're in California, 3 p.m. If you're in New York, 6 p.m. If you're in Houston or Dallas or the Central, it's going to be 5 p.m. So, yes, thank y'all for listening, and we'll see y'all next week. All right. Bye, well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamondstylz at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's gonna be all right. Don't you worry about a thing. Baby, it's a feeling.